verbally trying your destiny. Verbally trying our destiny. Amen. Part today is part four of four. We'll conclude with this because we, we got to understand that words are important. So we learned from the series that words aren't this things. They are they are alive. That seems weird, but words are alive. Their spirit going out doing something. So if that's the case, well, I wanted to do what I wanted to do. Does that make sense? Because I. I I don't want to say things and have to take it back. Oh, I didn't mean to say that. Or, ah, and you, how many of you ever said something you like, ah, oh, as the words left, you want to pull that thing back in like, ah, oh, Lord Jesus, you know? So we want to be cognizant. No more idle words. We want to be targeted with our words. We want to be intentional. Does that make sense? Amen, amen, amen. Look at our foundation scripture, Mark 5, 35 through 42. Mark 5, 35 through 42, and we understood this was the, the backdrop where Jairus' daughter was sick and Jesus was on his way to, uh, to heal her. All right, Mark 5, 35 through 42, the King James Version. While he, referring to Jesus, was still speaking, some came from the rule of the synagogue, referring to Jairus, Jairus' house, or the rule of the synagogue's house, who said, your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further? And we understood that. So, uh, so people came, went to his house while Jesus was on his way there, and they came back with a bad report. Hey, look, anytime y'all go to the doctor, be in agreement with God's word that, that after whether it's a general routine checkup when you're going there to get an issue taken care of, whatever. Hey, look, be in faith. Father, this report will line up with your report about Jesus Christ, I'm healed, which means, Lord God, that means anything uh, that God will keep us from things that we don't even know about. And if anything tries to attack us, he'll remove it from our already healed bodies. Amen? So they came back with a bad report. No, they want that report to line up with God's report. Amen? That she's going to be healed. So they came back with a bad report. Now, Jesus immediately says, as soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken. So he didn't play around with it. Why? Because he didn't want that thing to simmer in J.R.'s heart. He didn't focus on them. He said he, took, he went right to J.R.'s and said, look, hey, he said to the rules of God, do not be afraid, only believe. Because he didn't want his faith to get off. Because people like what others say, the poor dark thing be under him. So J.R. was believing for the Jordan. He was like, he was like we, ain't got, we ain't got time with all that. We, you stay focused. You just keep believing. Don't, 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 you know, don't go with the peanut gallery. Uh, he, he permitted no one to follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. Then he came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue and saw a tumult and those who wept and wailed loudly. When he came in, he said to them, why make this commotion and weep? The child's not dead, but sleeping. But they ain't take him seriously. They ridiculed him. Then he said, all right, well, let me skip it. Let me squirt y'all out. <laughs> but when he put them all out the house, he took the, he took the father and the mother of the child and those who were with him and entered. Why? He wanted to take those that were going to be believing like he was believing. Like, we, like this child is going to need, uh, now, you know, in faith series. You don't need other people because all God needs is you and your faith with regards to a situation. But you can maximize it, because Bible there's a, a law, law of agreement. And um, Matthew 18, 19 says, when any two agree on earth about anything they ask, it shall be done by my Father which is in heaven. But that doesn't mean you, you, you can be at work on a Wednesday morning and you feel like you need your spouse or you need someone else, or you need the pastor that, that requires to, in that moment right there. Well, if you've got faith, you can go ahead and pray right there. Does that make sense? Yeah, now, you, uh, you, now, if you've got another believer with you, hey, and if you feel like sharing, hey, hey, that's cool getting green with me on this. And, and, and no problem with that. All right? So he wanted to take the ones that were that would be in agreement with faith. Amen. Not agreeing with, oh, she's dead. You know, no, no, no. He wanted the ones. All right. 
Then he took the child by the hand and said to her, Talithia Kumai, which is translated, little girl, I say to you, arise. Immediately the girl arose and walked, for she was 12 years old, 12 years of age, and they were overcome with amazement. Wow. If Jairus would have received those words spiritually, it's going to have happened. So, all they did was come back with those four or five words, and that could have destroyed his whole outlook. That's why words are important, both in things that we say, but also in terms we learn, also in terms of not receiving words. If they don't line up with what God has for us, we got to do something with those. We said, you know, we're going to rebuke those things, you know what I mean? And we're not going to receive it, you know what I mean? And don't just do it up here. You got to say, I don't receive that. Nope, I don't see that. Nope, I don't, I don't see that. Nope, 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 I don't care. I don't care how many people in your bloodline have had diabetes or cancer. No, I don't see that. Nope, 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 I don't see that. All right, companion text, Matthew 12, 37, the King David Version. But I say to you that for every, 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 every idle word men may speak, they will give an account of it in the day of judgment. Wow. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Well, that's another reason why I say, okay, we need to be real cognizant of our words. If we're gonna be, if we gotta give an account for every word, then I want to make sure that word counts. <laughs> all right, all right. God's just for the Savior and the Son. We want the Holy Spirit to get to a point where we, you know, every word before we speak it, that sends us in the atmosphere, and also that we choose to unconsciously or consciously receive. Alright, so what do here? Alright, now, Proverbs 18, 21, we understood that death and life are in the power of tongue, and those who love it may eat, will eat its fruit. That's not, uh, that's, that's truth. That's not just words on a page, that's truth. So, if we receive that as truth, then we gotta say, I can create some life with my words. Yes, not just for my life and my family, but outside of our four walls, for other people, for people that you want to receive Jesus, for people that you know you might be, you know, cousin cousin Pokey is going through over in Mississippi. Well, okay, you don't have to be right there. With you. Your your words of faith can help with that situation. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right. All right. Mark uh, 5, 28-29, Amplified Classic. And this is, and when Jesus was on his uh, on the way, we regard to Jairus' house, we understand that he was stopped by the woman with the issue of blood, because she was trying to get some things healed with regards to that, that blood healed. Amen. It says, For she kept saying, um, If only I touch his garments, I shall be restored to health. And immediately her flow of blood was dried up uh, at the source, and suddenly she felt in her body that she was healed of her distressing ailment. So we see a law here, and that is, whatever we keep saying, our life will go in that direction. Make sure you get that down. Whatever you keep speaking out of your mouth, your life will go in that direction. That's a law. So if that's the case, then we want to be speaking life. We want to be confessing over things. We want to be watering our seeds. So if you're asking God for something, well, all, until it manifests, you keep thinking, Father, I thank you. I, 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 whatever that thing is, I thank you. I, I receive it. Because yep, you your life will go in that direction. Amen? All right. All right. All right. Now today, uh, God has towards the end of this. Is got to give you all a heads up. Today we're going to do something we uh, God has done before in some of the other series. Today's going to be a little interactive towards the end. Amen. Why it's going to give us an opportunity? Why to to practice doing the word? We know this is local assembly here. We know we we got an assembly of people who do the word. Amen. And we're going to give an opportunity uh, in practice for us to kind of interact and engage and actually 
practice doing the work before we go out there. Amen? Let's look at uh, John 12 and 49. John 12 and 49. Let's zoom, zoom in. Uh, New Living Translation. I don't speak, this is Jesus talking, I don't speak on my own authority. The Father who sent me has commanded me what to say and how to say it. Well, if that's the case, if, he, if Jesus says, I get my instructions from God about what to say and how to say it, I think we should probably follow along. Does that make sense? If, 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 you know, if, if Jesus is humble enough to say, I, I'm only speaking what God tells me to speak, what to say and how to say it, that means, and we're Christians, meaning we are trying to be like Christ, that means we should be like Christ in this area as well. Amen? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right. Genesis 1, 26, 27, 28, and then uh, then God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. So if we believe that God has power, and we understood that, you know, one of the popular scriptures, you know, uh, let there, you know, God wanted some light, so he said, you know, let there be light. He spoke that. So that being, and then there was light. So if that's the case, so we understand God has that power, and he created us to be like us, then that means, just like God wanted light, and he created with the words of his mouth, and he wanted us to be like him, and Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, that means we can speak life. We can speak to our situation. So what does that mean? Well, yeah, you can speak to a storm. You can speak to what I, and, and storm is both physical, uh, literal and symbolic of things going on. You know, situations going on, sometimes they have family members or friends going through stuff, you speak to that, say, Father, you know, in Jesus' name, Father, you commanded that, that household to walk in peace, we pray and speak that in Jesus' name, they will operate and permeate and peace you have for them in Jesus' name, glory to God. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Side, this is a little, this is a little heads up on the page. Y'all know y'all can, uh, y'all can have a weather that y'all want, right? Hello? You, you don't have to listen to the weather fake prophets. <laughs> <laughs> now, they do, they got a job to do. Don't get me wrong. They, they, they went to school and went to college to learn how to do this stuff. That's cool. There's nothing wrong with that in general. But if you have a desire for a particular event or a wedding or let's say you're taking the kids to the amusement park, well, if the weather person says it's going to rain and you've already made your plans, just letting you know, as an option, you don't necessarily have to go with that. You could choose to use your faith and call that day and ask God in faith for it to be the day you want to be. There's biblical examples of that. You got a, you got a contemporary example. We've done it a number of times. Yep, I don't want no rain on this particular day. Now, now it's up to you whether you want to do it every day, but for us, we've done it on days we wanted it to be a certain thing, like we were taking kids somewhere or whatever or something. I remember Aaron in the morning, right? They was talking about rain all week. I was like, no, it was, it was, um, was, it, was it, it wasn't all outside. But we just said, but they had a lot of stuff going on. We were like, no, Father, please, it had nothing to do with us, but we wanted them to have a nice sunny day. Hey, Amen. All right, all right. Praise the Lord. That's what it was. I knew it was something, but it was a wedding day. Yep, yep, I knew it was something. Yep, 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 we're wrong. We're going to stop this. Ah. They do it in the Bible. They do it in the Bible. We can do it too. So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and, then God blessed them, them and said, be fruitful and multiply 
Phil the first can govern it. You govern it and you issue taking control of things. Part of it is with your mouth. Okay? Alright, now, let's throw some more review. So we want the Holy Spirit. We want the Holy Spirit. Y'all should know by now. What's, what's that warning with the Holy Spirit to do? Eh, eh, eh. Right? You want the Holy Spirit to give us that warning like, you know you feel like saying it when you got the number five, you answer the number three, but it's the wrong line. Your flesh is just like, especially when you don't notice it there, you get all the way home. Uh, your flesh may, in the natural, legitimately be pinched by something. Whether it's a co-worker, a person, a spouse, a family member, whatever it is. But we got to take charge of that. We got to let the Holy Spirit give us that alarm. Ah, keep that mouth closed. Amen? Amen? Wow, Psalm, Psalm 141 and set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. Why would he put that in the Bible if he didn't think that should be a good thing? Because he knows the power of our mouths. Amen? Holy God. So that's the Lord's part and our part is to teach our mouths, right? Proverbs 16, 23, New King James Version. The heart of the wise teaches his mouth and adds learning to his lips. You understand that? So we got to make sure we were born this way. These are things that God has given us revelation on. So as we learn and grow in our walk with the Lord, we learn new things. We get new revelations. That's just a good thing. So we may not have thought about words prior to this before. Then. Okay, that's not, God's not holding us accountable for that. But once we learn it, then we, we're held accountable. That's okay. So we want to make sure that there's a lot of things we learned when we were growing up that we even have to, you know, renew our minds. That's what the Word says. Amen? That's a good thing. When we talk about the five areas of teaching change, teaching God on tongue, one is not speaking deaf words, one is speaking negative words, but regarding us and uh, people we know, not receiving deaf words, it's like, you know, these being what they are. Don't receive that, no, don't receive it. Come away, you look at those scriptures today and say, ah, I'll rebuke that in Jesus' name. You can say it loud, you can say it soft and say it. You can say, hey, I don't receive that. That's right. Me and that TV is trying to talk to you. I, I don't, hey, shout 10,000 10, people, but you're not going to have me. You got to speak that. Man. I mean, we got to be active. Yeah, sometimes you just want, you just chill, just try to chill and watch the Eagles win today. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you try to chill. All of a sudden, some commercial come on about, you know, you got to be active. Yeah, you got to be words. I'm calling the fourth chance. I'm calling the fourth chance. All right. <laughs> not speaking idle. Not speaking idle words. That's, that's words that are barren. Words that, that are profitless. Amen. We don't want to be speaking those because we're going to give an account of those in the day of judgment. All right. Number five. Number four. Then we want to speak proactive life words, creating our future. Right. Verbally charting our destiny. Yep. You don't have to be in... You don't have to be a passive participant in your life. Yeah. Make sure you understand that. You don't have to be a passive participant in your life. Yeah. You don't, life doesn't just have to just come and you just accept it. Amen. You can be an active participant in the way you want your life to go. Amen? Now, we understand from another series, unfortunately because of uh, Adam's sin, there's going to be challenges in the world. But you can navigate through that challenge. Just like you. Yeah. All right, if it's raining outside and you happen to have an umbrella, you can choose to still walk outside. Like I know some, a, lot of, a lot of us guys will do sometimes. You know, we might just walk outside. It's right there. But sometimes we, we grab that umbrella. And if you grab that umbrella, from the time you, you leave the house or the apartment to the time you get to the car or wherever you're going, even though it's raining, you cannot get wet. Does that make sense? So there's going to be challenges in the world, but you can choose to not be a passport just to say, no, no I'm, I'm going to get to this car without getting wet. You know? The ladies, you may have a nice 
nice shoes on or dress or whatever, or whatever it is. You are nice, you don't get this thing. Yeah, I mean, you go hustled all day, so 10 hours in the, in the mirror and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, just 30 minutes, just 30 minutes. We gotta go home, man. Just, just 30 minutes. But I'm just saying, but you know, we can be, we can be an active participant, all right? All right, then also number five, remove non-kingdom words from our vocabulary. Words like can't and luck. We gotta remove those from our vocabulary. That's not, that's not kingdom vocabulary, amen? Now again, people may say that, and they may have well intentions, but we don't want to squash that. We want to appreciate that they have good intentions with us. And say, hey, I, I appreciate that, thank you. But when it comes to, when it comes to, things I speak, I'm just going, hey, that's, that's a blessing. Because we understand blessings come from God. Amen? Mm -hmm. Alright, now, we said this before, choose, that being the case, let's choose to only speak life and receive life words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let that be your mantra. I'm going to choose to only speak life and receive life words. If you just lock into that, then that sets your mindset to say, okay, then I'm going to be active, and I'm going to be watching over the words around me. Amen? Amen. Including not, not speaking speaking about the problem. Situation's going to happen, but don't speak the life part. Speak the faith. Speak the life part. You know what I mean? It takes, that, it takes the same amount of effort to speak about the problem. You can, <laughs> In fact, truly, <laughs> because you can be so succinct in your faith, it'll take less numerical words to speak faith over a situation than it would about the problem. Because the problem, you're speaking about, speaking about the problem, that thing got you lingering, you're thinking about it, and you're speaking the words, and what I'm going to do with it. You want a lot of having like 85 words thinking about and talking about the problem. Mm -hmm. Now, I'll be saying, Father, in Jesus' name, that bill is paid. Yeah. I don't know how you're going to do it, Father, I, I believe it. In Jesus' name. And for me to wonder well, how, because that ain't my responsibility. My responsibility is to believe. So, Bob, Father, I believe that bill is paid. In Jesus' name. Go on about your day. You know what I mean? All right, so now, let's get some everyday examples. Some everyday examples, things that all the people may go through, amen? So, one everyday example. So you feel like saying something negative about your manager to one of your coworkers. It's everyday stuff, everyday stuff. You feel like saying something negative about your manager to one of your coworkers. And just so you know, there are, for those of us that are in the workforce, those that have been in the workforce, and sometimes for those of us, you know, the workforce is at home, us that have stayed at home, um, both uh, both men and women kind of thing. For all those that are about to go into the workforce, there's opportunities where you may not, you know, your manager may say something or do something, and just like, I don't know about that, right? Yeah. Keep our mouths closed. Yeah. You know, the Bible, oh, y'all ready for this? The Bible calls rumors, and gossip and backbiting in the Bible, that's not just stuff we say, guys. Like, that's sin. Yeah. Yeah. So we gotta make sure that, oh. So I may not want to get at the water cooler with my co-worker talking about my manager's last decision. So let's let's look at a let's look at a scripture reference. Can you want to replace that thought? First Peter three and ten. New Living Translation. For the scriptures say, if you want to enjoy life, how many of y'all want to enjoy life? Amen. If you want to enjoy life and see many happy days, keep your tongue from speaking evil. All right? Glory to God. So, hey, we try to enjoy life. Yeah. Now, now, here's the thing. Don't get caught up in evil like evil is only the thing the devil comes down and do. And, oh, no. Anything that disobeys God is evil. So let's not just leave it all in the devil's footsteps. Like, it's got to be something like massive. Like, no, it's, it's anything that's against God's word. Right? So we got to say, oh, 
Okay, I'm trying to enjoy life, and I ain't having the time speaking to you. Amen. All right. Now, that does call for us to understand and grow and learn God's word. We understand we may not know every scripture from Genesis to Revelation, but take time to get to learn and, and know. Amen. We're accountable for what we do learn and know. All right. Just start where you are. Start where you are. All right, another example. You're told that if you don't, uh oh, uh oh, you're told that if you don't get the flu shot, you're definitely going to get the flu. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Going down some streets here. Now, this, this could happen via your doctor. You could go to the doctor for a regular checkup, and sure, he said, hey, hey, by the way, you get, you get that flu shot. Especially around this October, November time, or whatever it is. You get that flu shot, whatever. Or you may see it on the news, or that kind of stuff. So, what do you, know, what do, you do? Now, if you're led, and you have a piece about getting the shot, get the shot. This ain't not an anti-flu shot thing. But if you're not led to get the flu shot, let's see. Luke 4 and 35 amplified. It's a visual principle. Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent, muzzle gag, and come out of him. Not for it, are you getting the flu shot, but don't try to put on me that I'm going to get the flu if I don't get the flu shot. Right. I rebuked that in Jesus' name. If that's not between what God has for me to do, then you'll be at peace of that and, and do that. Now, if God, is, if God has for you to get the flu shot, that's fine. You're not more or less of a Christian in that. But I was talking about that other part, about the threat. That if you don't get it, you won't get the flu. Right, receiving that in Jesus' name. No, 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 I refuse that. No, no, no. That's between you and your walk with the Lord. The principle here is don't receive death things. Because, you know, the society says if you don't get that flu shot, well, we, can, we can pick other things. But the side, we're going to just pick on a flu shot. But the side, if you don't get a flu shot around the time, people won't get it. Oh, you ain't got to see that. You ain't got to see that. Again, if you, if you let it get it, there's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. Just don't be in condemnation to get it out of fear that you want to get it. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. If you're led to get it, if you have a peace about getting it between you and the Lord, get it. There's nothing wrong with that. But don't get it out of like a shell shot fear. Because then, then those words that that doctor, good intent, God, doctor had good intentions, then if we didn't do something with those words, then it gets into, our, it gets into us, and now fear can come. Does that make sense? All right. All right. Uh-oh. So now, let's, let's say, oh, no, I'm happy about this. We want some, now we, we have some interactive practice, interactive practice. This time for y'all to engage, engage. We have some scenarios, a couple scenarios. It gives an opportunity to practice doing the word, all right? All right, so here's the scenario. Your friend tells you he's about to go into an interview for a job he really wants, and you feel like saying good luck. Okay, so how, some thoughts. How do, you, how, how do we apply this lesson? It's interactive. Next up. Uh, hey, you got this, like, I got your back, and you do your part, and God's got the rest, and don't worry about it. There you go. There you go. So instead of saying good luck, hey, no, you got this. God got it. Here, you, you just do your part. You know what I mean? You study for that. You good, good, good. So even so, instead of when that thought of comes to saying about saying good luck, you say no, I ain't gonna say that. I'm saying what Miracle said. Any other thoughts? Any other options? What else we got? Coming down to us from God, our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. 
he never changes or casts a shifting shadow. So instead of saying good luck, which is like, you know, we may be commonly grew up saying, say, no, no, we want to give God glory. Because if that's something good that's coming down, we want God to get the glory from that. Does that make sense? Praise the Lord. That's good. Good class. Good class. Good class. Yay. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. Another example. Another scenario. Another scenario. You're watching TV and you see and hear a commercial for a prescription drug. That's right. I'm this. For a prescription drug for osteoporosis, which they say half or say happens to 70% of all people. So how do we apply? How do we apply? How do we apply this lesson? Lord, I thank you that every cell lines up to your word and your will, so I know I'm not going to get osteoporosis. I don't need that. Okay, so she did it with the question. Yep, there you go. And when do you do that? Right there. Right there, right there. So, right there. Because the TV is not talking to you. It's not saying, Odessa, hey, I'm talking to you. It's just speaking. Because they're trying to meet billions of people. So, you guys speak right back to the TV. That sounds weird, Pastor. So, they're speaking to a tree, but Jesus did it. So, you do exactly like what Jesus did. But, yeah, Jesus did it. That's you. But, I'm dead. Jesus did Any other thoughts? Anything else? All right, Look at the scripture principle here. Psalm 91 and 7. A thousand may fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. You gotta receive that. Say, oh, no, 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 no. You know, because I, you know, I don't want to receive it. I don't receive that. You know, statistics can be something, man. They'll, they'll say, this many people will get this, and you gotta say, no, I'm not gonna receive it. Okay? And, and believe it, though. You know, don't just say it as a thing. You got to believe it. No, it's God. God got it. He's a shade upon our right hands, what the word says. Amen. All right. Another scenario. Holy all You got a C on a chemistry test in school. God, God has them for the kids, right? All right. So you got a C on a chemistry test in school, and you have a desire to be a scientist. But the thought comes that you're not a good student and that you can't achieve being a scientist. How do you fly? How do you fly? Cast down that immediate thought, immediately. Yes, right. And turn to God and say, I can do anything through God's strength. Oh, that's good. That's good. There you go. There we go. Any other thoughts? Anything else? I'm sitting on the wrist. Oh, there you go. Claim that. Claim that. That's right. There you go. Claim that. And not from a, yeah. not from a, a arrogant comparison perspective, yeah. but more an encouragement to yourself. Like, no, this, this is who I am. This ain't got to do with them. They can be, they can, they should say they're 10,000. That's more than the rest, too. Yeah. But praise God. Yeah, it's good. Oh, okay. All right. Praise the Lord. Yeah. So, you know, how you start is not how you finish. So, you know, remind yourself that he who began a good work in your faith is completed. Yes. He right. So, God's always completing the work. Yeah. That's just one C. Next time you'll get an A. But also study. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. If I'm going to teach you, you better study. What? Thank you. One thing, we, one thing we learned in the faith series is that one of the things God gives us as we are in the praying process and believing process of ABC of faith, he's going to give us wisdom. He's going to give us some steps, some ways to do this. So along the way, yes, kids, everyone, you know, we got a lot of people in here in school. Hey, yeah, pray. I mean, definitely pray. Ask God with regards to help with regards to that, that test. But in the meantime, he's, he's going to tell you, all right. Make sure you do the things I told you to do. Right, you know, right. you have to turn off YouTube and everything else. Let's get to this study. Amen. Praise the Lord. 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 All right. Let the weak say I'm strong. Amen. So you got to say to yourself, even though I may have gotten that C, no, I want to get this A. 
I am a I am a scientist in this particular example. I can do this. This is not going to stop me. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hey, those. There are a number of examples in the Bible when you look at how people started and the way their road was and what God had for them. Think about that. Look, I mean, look at David. You know what I mean? We, David went, went through a whole bunch of stuff. But that didn't stop God from calling him. He wasn't even deemed to be the one, you know. The prophet went over there and he was like, no, not that child, no, not that child. You got any other ones? He was like, well, I got this other one in the back somewhere. You know? Look, look, we got to make sure all of us, all of us, from the pulpit to the back door to the side windows, all of us, both before we received Jesus and after we received Jesus, have made mistakes prior to this moment. But we can't allow those mistakes to hold us from what God has for us. Now, we got to make sure we take the learning and hear from the Holy Spirit because he brings the conviction to say, all right, let's not go down this road again. Do these steps or do these principles to make sure we're not doing that. But we got to make sure we don't, uh, uh -uh. Any, anything that makes you feel bad or guilty about the past is condemnation. And the Bible says in Romans 8 1, there is now therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. That means devil brings um, condemnation, God brings conviction. Condemnation you know the difference between because condemnation causes a person to feel bad, feel guilty. Think about the past. If you feel in that, that's the devil bringing that. Right. But the conviction says, okay, that was a mistake. You know, sincerely, Father, please forgive me. Now, conviction says, because God does that because he doesn't want you to be doing something and not feel bad about it. Like, not feel like, oh, wait, I shouldn't be doing this. You want the Holy Spirit to bring that. It's like, oh, okay, let me step out of this, or let me not do this again. Does that make sense? Is it different? Amen? All right. Now, another thing, this is what Joe talked about. Philippians 4 13, I can do all things through Christ your shame. Amen? So we have to understand that words are important. The No more should we leave after this series in taking words for granted. So, both in terms of what we are thinking about with regards to our household, things with regards to people, because we, we we're called to encourage people as well. So, if you're at the Wild Wild, you're at the McDonald's, and you see somebody having a bad day, and you ask them what's going on, and they're hearing words, I, I believe in Jesus' name, you'll be sensitive by the Holy Spirit about what to say. Does that make sense? Because your words can be powerful. They, you know, there, there are testimonies of people who were talked about that they were going to commit suicide with the words of someone that just encouraged them in that moment. They just, they were just trying to encourage, but it changed that person, that person's trajectory to keep them from committing suicide. So we got to make sure that we're using our words for good, and they, and always understand that we have the power with our tongues to speak death or life. Let's shoot and speak life. Amen. Give God glory. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Amen. Everybody understand the power of words now? Yes. Words are powerful, amen? Words are powerful, words are powerful. Father, we just pray and thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Father, for all of who you are. We thank you, Father, for giving us this meal. Thank you, Father, for guiding us to apply your meal. And you be glorified, your kingdom be advanced. In Jesus' name, amen.